always good to talk to you. Um, it seems like we've got a very long list of injuries to get an update on, first of all. Um, could you give us a bit of a, a, a taste of who might be available for this weekend, any returning players? Yeah, Tom Lees will be back and Kasuma's going to be back in with, uh, due to his suspension being over. Um, so even having the two back in the group is, in, is incredible because the atmosphere of the group improves and people could see how important the two players are, you know. Um, so if you think about two players coming back like that, we've actually had close to nine, ten starters that have never been available, you know. So when we get them back in this World Cup break and improve the injury situation, I think we're going to be a different animal. Leeds returning gives you kind of a nice headache to have, doesn't it? Because Mikel Hellick and particularly Will Boyle, who we're going to be talking to as well, have had two really good performances for you recently. No headache. Leeds, will start again. In place of? He'll start again, Leeds. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's a top player and he's one of the best defenders in the league. And when Leeds is ready and he's, he's uh, in a good way in terms of no issues with injuries or that, uh, Tom Lee starts in my team. Does he retake the captain's armband as well? 100%. Interesting. OK. A couple more injuries to check up on. Um, Etienne Kamara, who had a hip problem, is he likely to be back? Yeah, Etienne's going to be out. Um, it was unfortunate because he's been doing ever so well. Um, he's been improving game by game and he's really maturing as a young man. Um, and I feel that when he comes back after this uh, short break due to his injury, he'll be even more refreshed and re-energised. Um, and I'm really enjoying working with him at the moment. It was an unfortunate injury he had with his hip flexor. He kind of had a, an impact injury, but also overstretched it as well. Um, but I think he's such a fit guy and he's such a, a young man that he's going to be in a situation where he recovers really quickly. The other two I was going to just check on, um, Pat Jones, Tyree Simpson, either of them available this week? Uh, no, they're not available. OK, and, and the other's long-term, we understand. Is um, your page big enough for them? I think that's everybody, yeah. I think. Um, World Cup break, then, is finally almost upon us. Firstly, how important is it to you to go into that, ideally with a win on Saturday? Yeah, it's massive that we get this break, um, purely because it's going to be like a mini pre-season for Michelle in that regard that we could implement even more of our ideas. It was difficult in terms of recovering the players due to the volume of games. Um, however, when we get the guys on the training field out there in the World Cup break, we'll be able to get quality work in, uh, make it even more intensive, which they'll probably not want here. Um, but I think there's no one could question this team's desire and effort and the work rate is incredible what they're producing at the moment. Um, especially, as, as I said, with the volume of games that we've got, you're constantly recovering the players and going again, and they're a real credit to themselves for that. So you've got about a month. Obviously, you've got you've got planned a lot of work on the training pitch. Do you give them a break at all? They'll get a short break, but they'll actually work in that break with uh, their GPSs and their heart rate monitors, and the fitness guys will control that. And then when they come back, it's back to work, and it's going to be a really... Uh, intensive period for them and I'm sure they'll go to some dark places but it's going to be uh, for the better of the team in regards to improving all the aspects and, and, and playing with more intensity is what I want to bring to this club is to play with a real intensity every game and be one of the hardest teams to play against in the league. And any potential like friendlies lined up just to kind of keep that match fitness up if you like? Yeah of course I'm sure if that's possible we'll do that um, however I have actually went on 
uh, small breaks like this and no play any friendlies and it's never been an issue as well because you could put a real sole focus on the team um, and work on many aspects of their game. So, uh, as I said, we'll definitely be looking forward to this break, especially to recover all the players, re-energise them and reset their, their mentally as well as physically. Um, however, we do have an incredibly um, difficult situation with our injury list, which we're not going to lie about, you know, and it'll be good to get them a, a chance to recover to come back into the group. It's pros and cons, isn't it? In some ways, it's great to have this break because it gives you a time to work on things. Equally, having had such a good result midweek, hopefully follow that up tomorrow. You almost kind of want that momentum to keep going, don't you, rather than having no, to no. stop and start again? No? No, I want the break. Um, we're playing in the game with uh, youth team players who are stepping up um, and they've done ever so well. But we have to realise that We've got nine to ten starters missing from the group and nine to ten starters that would possibly play in 60-70% of championship teams as starters and that's where we're at at the moment and it's really unfortunate for us but we have been really disciplined in our performances. I thought that we played a lot better against Sunderland and a lot better against Blackburn. However, we did uh, have a little bit of the luck against QPR who are a really good side and play fluid football and created a lot of chances but it was the team spirit that impressed me the most and you could see the willingness from these players to dig in and, and make sure that they come away from home with uh, three points and I uh, really want them to bring that again at the weekend. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely unsatisfied in the respect that we haven't went back-to-back -back wins in the period I've been here and I'm demanding a back-to-back -back win this weekend because it's just no good enough what we've been doing in that respect. You said in, in the post-match reaction after the win at QPR that you felt incredibly confident of picking up a win tomorrow. Now, when the, the blood's rushing and what have you, do yeah. you stand by that comment in the cold light of day that you firmly believe that you will win on, on, on Saturday against If Scotland? I didn't believe we would win games, I'd be better just packing my bag up and going back to Scotland. Um, and I'm being serious with that. It doesn't matter if I've got the young group or I've got the starters back. I always believe we could win games because we know what this league's like. Everybody's capable of beating each other. And what the situation is at the moment, that these young players are improving and with the guidance of the experienced ones and some leaders who are pushing even more to develop their characters with more presence and more personality in the group, when we get our leaders back from earlier on in the season, um, the other leaders that have developed there, they're going to make the group even stronger. A couple more quickly on, on the World Cup. Fantastic news for Sober Thomas that he's been selected by Wales. Does that in any way impact whether you would select him against Swansea in case it was in the back of his mind, I don't want to get injured because I've got this amazing opportunity just around the corner? Shouldn't even come into his head. Um, Sorba Thomas is not a guy that could play half-cut. Um, every time he goes on the training pitch or on, in games, he plays with a, a, a real aggression and intensity in everything he does. He's, a, he's, a, he's an attacking player with a lot of creativity in the last third, but the thing that's impressed me most about Sorba in this period I've been head coach is that his work rate back to help the team has been second to none. Um, I think earlier on the season, Sorba was feeling like he was maybe one of the scapegoats and he had a lack of confidence and people weren't putting any trust in him. And all I could say is that from the minute when he arrived in this building, for me, 
I knew he was going to be a big player for me in this group and I know that I could get him back to the level that he's at and he's a credit to his family that he's going to the World Cup because it's an amazing experience for him and in this period I'll be definitely watching him and supporting him as a Scotsman um, because I care about the guy and uh, I feel that he's got a lot of development left in his young career at the moment and I'm sure that he's going to do well in the future. Incredible opportunity for him. Equally disappointing for, for Mikel Helic, who I think had, had hoped he might be involved with Poland. Have you had to talk to him about that this week? Not, missing out. not at all. Um, what I would say about Mikel Helic is that he was initially named in the bigger squad and it's a real credit to himself again and his family. Um, a proud moment for him. And he'll deal with this disappointment no problem because it was actually a very positive thing to be named in that initial squad because... When you look at Poland and the quality they have in their back line, the players and the leagues that they're playing in, it's no, uh, it's not a bad thing that he's not went in that respect because he's actually been named in the initial squad and even to get in that is hard because Poland are such a strong team with so much quality throughout. Um, but Mikael's the type of guy that will, he will support his country and what we'll do is we'll work with Mikael in this uh, uh, period in the future to get him better, to get him playing with more uh, intensity. And I'm sure that he'll definitely be a part of that squad in the future. Last one from me as a proud Scot. Sadly, Scotland aren't involved in the tournament. So who will you be supporting and who do you fancy to win it? Yeah, listen, it's a difficult question, you know, because you always get the outsiders that come strong and they're the surprise packages. And generally, we'll probably look to support one of the teams, you know, um, and you always end up having two or three players that catch your eye and become your, your favourites and you end up supporting the team. But I'm just really excited for it and I'm looking forward to sitting down with my three little boys and, and trying to uh, keep their concentration level so they can watch 90 minutes. Um, and it's going to be a great tournament. And get Silver Thomas back in one piece. Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, uh, Touchwood, uh, it's important that he's back. Um, he's been on great form at the moment. And I know that he'll continue that to the end of the season because he plays with a real uh, desire and he's, he's got a great attitude. Excellent. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Catherine. Steve, welcome to you. I think you've missed one, Catherine. <laughs> um, sorry, you might, you might have said it, to be fair. Um, Tino, is, is he likely to be back after the break, are you hoping? Yeah, Tino's going to be back after the break. Um, the, monitors, the doctors are monitoring him at, monitoring him at the moment. I've got my words mixed up there, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, Tino's going to be back. Um, he's looking really good. He's doing individual work with our fitness guys at the side of the pitch. Um, I'm having to rein myself in at times because I've been trying to get him involved in a bigger volume of the main session and, and I have to respect the rules and regulations with him uh, as it's obviously it's been a, a bit of an illness, you know. Um, but he looks really lively, he looks positive, and um, we all know how much uh, we need him back. He's such an important player. When he does things in the last third, he brings creativity and drive to the team. Um, and I'm really enjoying the fact that he's at this stage that he's at, and it's just about taking care and getting him back in the right condition so that he could go and make an impact that we all know he's capable of. Am I right in saying then that we're looking at sort of everyone except Pearson, Turton, Nakayama, potentially after the World Cup? Yeah, potentially. You know, obviously Hoggy's got a calf issue and he's monitoring it uh, day by day. Some days he gets better, some days he has little setbacks. Um, it's a strange injury, you know, but 
Hoggy's going to be important to the group because he's the captain and he drives the message every day. And uh, we just feel with him that he's when he comes in about the group, the levels will increase because of the demands he puts on the other players. Um, and he really keeps everyone in line um, alongside myself and the, and the coaching staff. I think it's interesting, something you said earlier, the players that have come in now have that experience of the championship, which even when you get these these players back that, you, that you've been missing, should stand those players in good stead if you need to call on them again. Yeah, and that's the whole plan. That's the message I was trying to get out to everyone at the start. A big strength from me at the clubs have been it and our staffs have been the focus and attention we put on the squad players and non-starters. And the reason for that is that when we do get an injury situation, of course, this injury situation has been horrific from day one. We're not getting away from that. But even if it's a lesser situation, you have players who are training with real intensity, real desire, um, and they're able to come in and get up to match speed. And I know you've heard the stories from the players about how hard the training is and that, but I keep explaining to you, I'm not here to be their friends. I'm here to get them in situations that, they could deal with the stress of the championship because the league's relentless and the young players have got to push their through, sell through some dark places at times um, because that's what the league is, you know. You're constantly being tested week in, week out and most of the time it's three games in a week. So it's a very hard uh, situation to be in as a young player, but they've uh, stepped up really well. Swansea also have a very young team and I think we've sort of seen that they've had a lot of games where they've um, gone ahead and then ended up not winning. They've had a lot of games where they've gone behind and then ended up coming from behind. So there is um, sort of fallibilities, but also a lot of spirit in that team, isn't there? Yeah, it's good side. Um, a good manager. He's got a clear idea on what he wants to do. Um, what I will say is that there's a big difference with us and them. Um, our team that played QPR other days probably not trained together any more than two days in a row. So there's a big contrast. That's a Swansea team that's been together in pre-season. And they know exactly what the manager wants from them. They've been training double sessions. They've been uh, with each other as a group for a very long period. Um, our situation at the moment is completely different. It's a big contrast. But every game I go into, I still believe we could win because the guys are getting clearer and clearer day in, day out on what we expect from them. And uh, as I said, this World Cup break will be really exciting in that respect because we could build on that even further. What are the priorities in terms of what you want to work on? A lot of priorities. Uh, the main priority for me is to become one of the most aggressive and uh, defensively solid teams in the league. Um, we want to become more fluid in our passing movements and when we're in possession as well. Um, and we want to give ourselves a base to work hard from so that we could go into games and know that we're secure when we're not in possession, but also when we're in possession, we could cause teams problems with our creativity. And I always say you could coach as much as you want, but when you get the personnel back and their players can do that extra special thing in the last third, then it sometimes comes down to individual brilliance. Um, and we've not had that in the last third in recent weeks. Um However, when you look at the, the teams at the top end of the table, your Blackburns and so on, they've got the luxury of having a Diaz or a player of that ilk who can go and make the difference when it's very tight in the game. Didn't want to ask you about it the other day after a win, but John Russell was not in your squad 
the other day. What, what was the thinking behind that, and how close is he to, to getting back? Could you have a little break? As I said, young Bri Brahima, um, he's been doing so well in training at the moment, and uh, I think it's been clear for everyone to see the impact he's had when he's come on in the games. Um, he's just a different option in that respect, and he drives the, the spaces from midfield and gets his shots off, and he's very good and the respect of out of possession, he shuffles across well and he's got real energy and he, he really goes and takes the ball off players. I, I don't want to build him up too much, but he, he's a canty type of player in that respect, you know. Um, and I'm really happy with him and, and that's the reason why others have not found their cell into the squad at the moment, just because of the positivity of the other players and the way they've been performing excuse me, day out and day in in the training. Is it possibly with, with John, is it just a case of his skill set doesn't suit what you're trying to do right at the moment in terms of, you know, the, the positioning and the mobility and the, the energy, the aggression? No, I think it's just a case of, like I said, Stephen, you know, like the, the other guys in that area, the personnel that I've got, there's been a real plus and a real positive uh, part of what we're doing at the moment. And I feel almost uh, loyal to all the players that they're, they're given a chance and he's had his chances well at Red and it didn't go too well. And the other guys have stepped in and took their chance and they've been performing admirably well, especially since probably Middlesbrough onwards where we've looked really solid um, and there's a real energy to them. They're probably running all over the top of top championship midfields um, and playing with confidence, you know. Uh, I did think, however, on Tuesday night that we could have been a lot better in, in terms of what we, we have been on the ball. Um, but... As I said, you had like so Jack Rodoni showing a maturity. He could go back and play in the six. Um, Dwayne Holmes even being flexible and putting a shift in for the team in the number eight role. And again, Kasumu's coming back here uh, at the weekend. And Kasumu, I've all, always touched on Kasumu. He's one of the best ball recoverers in the league. And we'll definitely strive to make him better and, and look after him to improve him because I think he could be a very important player in the English Championship. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. Alfie, we'll come to you, mate. Hi, Mark. Hi, Alfie. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Just a couple of quick ones from me. Um, looking ahead to the break, how much sort of attention is going to be paid to planning for the January transfer window? Uh, yeah, a lot. There's a lot, Alfie, because uh, I will definitely try and improve it in January. Um, whether that's about bringing in loans or trying to do business, uh, and that'll be Dave Baldwin, Dave Baldwin and Lee Bromby who look after that with the recruitment team. And they're working really hard at the moment to identify uh, targets. But I just feel that Dave players will come in and give re-energise us and they'll give us a lift for the final push in the season. Um, and of course, we're injured, injured players and the injury situation that I've inherited since I've come in the door has been horrific. Um, they guys will be like new signings. But what I do understand is that they're going to need time and patience from everyone as well because they've been out injured for a, a lengthy period and it just doesn't happen that they come back with rhythm from day one. So we have to be patient with them and give them the time as well. But we're definitely looking forward to getting involved in the January window. And I, it seems quite strange to say, given the injuries that, you, that you've got, but will there be a focus on outgoings as well as incomings? Yeah, I'm sure it will be the case. Um, it always happens at Cubs in January. 
And it's the best way we all know that we've got probably the lowest or one of the lowest budgets in the league. Um, and we know that we will have to do that uh, to free up some money to get other players in. But what I will say is that we've got two guys in there with big experience and Dave Baldwin, Lee Bromby. They know exactly what they're doing and they've got a great staff behind them and they'll all be working hard to identify targets. And my main focus is to work with the players that we have at the moment because I can't influence what's coming in or what's going out. All I can influence on is these really good players that we have in the building at the moment and to keep improving that fantastic team spirit that they have because they're showing a real attitude to training every day and they're playing with a real grit and determination to go and get themselves in a competitive nature to win games. And finally, for me, we're going to speak to Will Boyle next. What's he been like? to work with and you know I know you've touched on him in previous uh, press conferences but, but if you just give us a little bit more insight into what he's been like on the training pitch and in and around the camp Yeah what I would say about Boyley is that um, sometimes you make connections with players it doesn't matter what clubs you're at um, others that you tend to know make as stronger connections with them um, from the minute go I've just connected with Boyley um, I knew I would find myself in a situation now where he was coming in and he would play games and he's been massive for the team and he's shown everyone that he's capable of starting games at the championship level. And I'm sure he'll start many more. Um, what I love about him is that every time you speak to him, he stares you in the ice. Uh, he's got great principles. He's been brought up really well from his family, from a hard working class family. And he very much epitomises that desire you need to be a player. Um, it doesn't always need to be built on natural talent and flair. But what I like about Boyle is that he does the basics really well. And even at his age, he's always striving to get better and improve. And he sets the tone all the time in training. And he's a great marker for everybody to show each and every one of the players here what's capable of if you could put hard work into getting yourself on the team. And, and the performance has been massive. And I would also put Josh Ruffles in that bracket as well, guys. He's exactly the same type of character in that respect professionalism through and through. Mark, thanks for that. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Thanks, guys.